The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to wrap up our conversation about podcasting with podcast fast track founder, Carrie Green. In our last few episodes, we've talked a little bit about the podcast industry as a whole, what it takes to produce a podcast, some marketing strategies, and what you can expect in terms of timeline, and a little bit about monetizing your podcast. And today, we're going to talk about where Carrie's core expertise lies, which is outsourcing some of the production of your podcast. If you're new to podcasting or if you're an experienced podcaster, it's a great topic to think about how much you want to take on when producing your podcast and how much you want to hand to somebody else. Here is the rest of our conversation with Carrie Green from Podcast Fast Track. Okay, Carrie, welcome back. It's great to have you here. Thanks, Ben. Glad to be back. So we've covered a lot of ground. We've talked a little bit about your background. We've talked about why podcasts are a growing medium, how to create a podcast, how to grow a listener base, how to think about monetization. Tell me a little bit more about some of the services that you provide. You help people essentially outsource a lot of what goes into podcast production. Tell me about what those services are, why someone should outsource, and let's talk brass tacks. What does it cost to get a podcast up and running? Well, let's talk first of all about why someone would want to do it. I think that's really the starting point. Most people who begin podcasting do so with lots of zeal and they do so very excited about the return that's going to come. And as we've discussed in some of the previous episodes, that return doesn't usually come as fast as they might imagine. It's not a build it and they will come thing. It's a thing that over time builds and it takes time to scale. And because of that, people get discouraged and they get discouraged with the amount of work they're having to put in the behind the scenes things like editing creating artwork to go on the blog page, creating show notes, doing all the things that go into making a successful and beneficial podcast for listeners. So really the reason someone should consider outsourcing is just to get some of your time back. I mean, one of our little mantras we talk about all the time, and I've got a brand new set of t-shirts I'm going to be wearing at a podcast conference across the front says, saving you from the podcast time suck, because it is a time suck. I mean, the editing, the show notes, all that is an issue of time. And if you're needing your time back, that's really one of the best reasons, because you can do things with your time that are more valuable than sitting at a screen editing waveforms. If you're in the entrepreneurial space at all, for sure, it may just be a lifestyle thing. You just want your time back because you don't want to be sitting at the computer. You want to be out with your kids throwing the ball. So time's a big thing. 
There's also a quality issue. Professionals are professionals because they've taken the time to learn the tools and apply them well. And most podcasters aren't professionals at audio editing or writing show notes for their show. And they really don't want to put in the time it takes to become professionals. So that's where a service like ours comes in. It's really an issue of what is of the greatest value to you. And as I mentioned in a previous episode, with more and more podcasts showing up on the scene every day, quality is really becoming a factor. Quality of how it sounds, quality of what they see when they go to your show notes page or flip to the description in their podcast app. What are you providing them and do you have the time to do that? If you don't, a service like ours really makes sense. Now, all that said, what do we offer? Well, as we mentioned on a previous episode, we can start with someone who's brand new, get them going through our How to Podcast Step-by-Step course, which is an online self-paced course, which is 99 bucks. And by the way, anyone listening to your show who wants that course can contact me through the website. And I'll give it to them totally free. That's just something I'd like to do for your listeners. That's very sweet of you. No problem at all. But that's a beginning step for people who are eager to get started in a podcast, but don't really know how to do that. It's a 12 video course. It'll walk them through everything. But we also offer podcast launch consulting. We offer podcast services like talking about monetization like we were, analyzing their niche, trying to figure out the best ways they can go about it. But then our two mainstays are the audio production and the show notes creation. We do both of those. We can do one or the other. It doesn't matter. We can do whatever the client needs on whatever basis or frequency they need, whether it's weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, all of that. And we do it all based on the fact that we are excited to put great content out into the world. So one element of that is that we're kind of picky about who we work with when it comes to recurring clients, clients that are with us month after month. We don't just work with any topic. We don't just work with any person. We want to make sure that we feel good, first of all, about the work we're completing every week. And we want to put it out there for truly valuable and beneficial reasons. So that's Podcast Fast Track in a nutshell. So you mentioned the two primary services are audio. So that's where you're doing the editing, helping somebody who is not a podcasting expert or doesn't want to spend the time cleaning up their audio and making sure that they sound great. And then the second part is the show notes. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. 
Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Talk to me about why the show notes are valuable. I see show notes being valuable in three different ways, Some, maybe even a fourth one. The first is you want to be able to attract listeners through any medium that you can, any method that you can, not just through your audio and through a listing in iTunes. One of those ways is through organic search on Google and on Bing and on Yahoo and all those places. And the way that you do that is through text. Those platforms don't have a way of searching audio yet, but even if they did, Text is like another hook in the water. It's another way of getting on Google's radar. So if you're writing show notes and posting them on a blog page of some sort accompanied by a player, you're able to start what I refer to often as a domino effect. Starts with your SEO optimization of the post. If the post is written well with great SEO principles and is truly providing value, which is a greater and greater thing in Google's algorithm now is that the page is really valuable, then you're going to have a chance to rank higher. Well, that's the first domino. You want to get in someone's view so that they can see your page when they're searching for a particular topic. Secondly is the title. If the title is written well, catchy, not clickbaity, it really speaks to what that person might be searching for. That's your second domino and they click and come to your website. The next thing is the way the post is written. Is it written in an interesting way, an intriguing way, a compelling way that makes them more curious about what's in that audio than they were when they landed on the page? That's your third domino. The fourth domino is the play button on that player. Are they going to hit that play button and start listening? And then it's really up to the quality of the audio and the podcaster's content to hook them in and say, man, I really like this show. I really think I could benefit from this. And then the next domino is they hit that subscribe button and they become an ongoing listener. That's what we're looking to provide through our show notes. And can anybody do it? Yeah, I've got episodes on my podcast or a series that tell you exactly what we do to produce our show notes. Every step, SEO optimization, everything. But it's going to take you time. It's back to that time issue. So it's an issue of, do you want the value of it? Yes. Okay. You either do it yourself or you hire it out to a VA or to someone like us. But I think show notes are essential. That's the first purpose is for organic search. The second purpose is as a resource for your listeners. You want them to be able to come to the show notes page and find the resources you talked about, the links you mentioned, be able to get those easily. And one piece of this that I think people need to remember is that because we're in a mobile society and everybody's using smartphones to listen to podcasts, they can swipe to that description on the app and find that resource you mentioned immediately. But often they need you as the podcaster to remind them, hey, the resources are right there in your app. Just swipe to the description and you'll see them right there. So to me, that's a good call to action step that show notes can be used for is to move your listeners to engage with you through contact links or to find resources, those kinds of things using the show notes. And then thirdly, I think there's more value to this than most people realize. If you create a well-optimized, well-written, very attractive show notes page, when you have a guest on your show, you're able to use that when you appeal to another guest and you say, would you like to be on my show? Look, here's how we profile you. Here's how we make you look good when you're on our show. And I guarantee you, 90% of shows are not making their guests look so good on their show notes page. It's a picture and a bio and that's it. 
But if we write it in a way that highlights their expertise and not as flattery in a bad way, but you know, is highlighting who they are and how the listener will benefit from making a connection with them and even encourage connection with that guest. That guest is not only going to say, yeah, I want to be on a show like that, but they're also going to be more enthused about sharing that particular show notes page with their whole following because it highlights them so well. I feel like we have to do a better job on our show notes just specifically so we can share the page with you and not embarrass ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about that. I'm not bothered. So tell me a little bit about your business model. How do you price your services, you know, for people that are looking to do audio, looking for show notes? What's the rule of thumb? I'm sure it's different for each relationship, but how do people evaluate how you charge? Well, the best way that I've encouraged anyone to evaluate, and it can sound like a high pressure sales thing, but it's not meant that way. It's really just simple math. You figure out how much time you're spending doing your audio editing and your show notes on an average week. And then you just figure out how much is an hour of my time worth. And you do the math. How much money am I spending in time to produce this podcast? Then you come to a company like us and you price out the services for what you're doing. And you compare the two, apples to apples. Does it make sense for me to do this? Now, that only works if you take that time you get back and you do invest it in higher value activity. Then you're able to make money on that time instead of just spend money on that time. But to get an idea, our monthly services are all in a subscription model. So you sign up for a monthly subscription for a certain number of episodes. You can sign up for show notes only, audio only, or both. You can include with that episodic artwork. You can include with that audiograms customized for your brand that you can use to promote. I mean, there's all kinds of ancillary services you can add to a basic package. And we price all that out depending on what it is you want. To give you a ballpark figure, if someone wanted audio production and show notes with an average level of editing and four episodes a month, you're looking at just over $800 a month for that kind of a service, providing it's all average. It's pretty typical. But if it's higher end on the edit or higher end on a longer blog page, or you want some of those other services, obviously the price goes up. If you want less, price goes down. So that works closer to $200 an episode for an average version of the kitten caboodle. Yeah. Which when you factor in how much time it takes to do your editing, produce your show notes, and any of the other marketing materials that you may have, the artwork, if that takes you five hours, you're looking at 40 bucks an hour. Yeah, roughly. So bringing it down to the hourly unit economics, it's probably reasonable for most people that are working professionals. Absolutely. I've had clients before ask us, how are your prices so cheap? I mean, I know 800 a month sounds pretty steep for a lot of people, and it is depending where you are in your journey. But some of these accomplished people like you're talking about who are pretty successful, they say, I'm surprised it's so affordable. And it's because we've honed in our systems and we make sure it works and we hire quality people who are willing to do quality work. And because they're quality people, they can do it quicker. So our costs are less. It just is a model that seems to have worked really well. Great. All right. Well, Carrie, I think that we've covered a lot of ground this week. It's been great learning about the podcast medium to hear a little bit about your services and how you're helping podcasters. So just want to say thank you for taking the time to be our guest. And before we let you go, is there anything that you want to promote, describe, anybody you want to give a shout out to? No, I just want to say thanks to you, Ben, for letting me be on the show and for all these great questions. It's been great. And just remind anybody, if they want to get that How to Podcast step-by-step course, just go to podcastfasttrack.com and use the contact form. It comes directly to me at this point. And tell me, you want the course for free and I'll give it to you. Tell them you heard it from the MarTech Podcast. That's right. (laughs) 
Okay, that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast and our entire week covering how to produce a podcast. Thanks again to Carrie Green from Podcast Fast Track for joining us. If you'd like to connect with Carrie Green, you can go to his website, podcastfasttrack.com. If you'd like to read the transcript of this podcast, we've published it on martechpod.com. You can also contact us by going to our website, or you can find us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Our handle on the social networks is BenJShap, LLC. If you haven't subscribed yet and you want a weekly stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we've got some great episodes lined up for you in the next few weeks. So hit that subscribe button and we'll be back in your podcast app in no time. Okay, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed our week covering podcast. And until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.